Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the Truckers Network Radio Show on TMCRadio.live, where we offer the news, information, traffic, weather, sports, and entertainment. Our commercial drivers want and need. I'm your host, Shelley Johnson. According to Forbes Advisor, people in the transportation industry have the second highest divorce rate. Things like incompatibility, money, and infidelity are three of the biggest reasons they cite for divorce. We wanted to explore this topic further. Hody Spencer is on a mission to cut the divorce rate among men by 10%. He has a website called The Communicator which he touts as the communication tool that divorce lawyers hate. He's the author of A Man's Guide to Better Relationships. Hody holds a bachelor's in psychology from the University of Washington. He's a relationship and marriage coach. We wanted to learn more, so we invited him on the show. Welcome, Hody. Thank you for being with me today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm curious, how did you get started on your mission to cut the divorce rate? What started all that? Well, I hate to admit it, but my marriage failed. I had been married for 20 years to uh, a woman who I knew in college. Um, We rekindled our relationship about 15 years after college. Uh, I came from a family background where my parents had been married 50 years. Um, And one day my wife told me, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. And that kind of morphed into uh, what do I do? how do I fix this? How do I, how do I save this? But um, she had pretty much checked out. So we went to marriage counseling. I want to say five or six sessions of that and um, nothing was getting better. And she told me she wants to want to start looking for her own place. And the next thing, you know, there's uh, divorce papers and uh, onward and upward for her. So um it really didn't hit me till she actually filed and it's like, holy cow. So um, I guess I'm on a mission to try to help other men uh, not have to go through what I went through. Yeah. So it kind of blindsided you. It did. It, it, you know, there, there had been a little hiccup, uh, I want to say about eight years before. And I thought it all came down to money. Um, but, you know, I, I've been on a, a mission, as you say, for about the last three years, trying to figure out what happened, what went wrong, where did I mess up? Mm-hmm. Um, and it really boils down to what I like to call emotional security. Um, and I, I did not provide it. 
uh, and not to fault myself, but I didn't know how to provide it. Um, she would always complain that I never listened to her. And at first it was kind of in a joking manner. Oh, you never listen to me. And, and I'd kind of laugh it off. She, I thought was laughing it off as well, but every time she said it, it was, um, I hate to say it, another straw on the camel's back, but, um, you know, there's an interesting statistic and I don't know exactly where it comes from, but uh, roughly 70, 75% of all divorces are initiated by women. Wow. Um, yeah. It, it, and that's why I said it, a straw that goes on the camel's back. The other thing that I've learned is of the 70%, most of them are thinking about pulling the trigger for a couple of years beforehand. So when they actually get to the point of making up their mind to do it, they've, they've been thinking about it for a couple of years. And if you've been married more than five years, I guarantee you, they've been thinking about it for, for more than two or three. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, uh, they, they have all their solutions, actions, reactions. Uh, they've rehearsed it over and over and over again. Um, so even though it can seem cold and, and, uh, calculating on their part, um, They've been thinking about it for a while. What are some of the biggest reasons women initiate divorce? I, I, it comes down to feeling heard and understood. Okay. Uh, and and a, I think a man has to provide a safe place for her to feel heard and understood. Um, and as, as men, we like to be heroes. We like to fix things. Um, and it's, it's, been argued that men tend to be more logical women tend to be more emotional um and i was guilty of that she would present a problem and i'd go right into fix it mode and and uh more importantly in validation mode which when she would complain that somebody said something or she was feeling a certain way my first reaction was oh you shouldn't feel that way which now i know is complete invalidation of, of what she's saying um or she would present a problem to me and I'd, I'd fix it. And I'd think, oh, there I am, ta-da, I'm the hero. I just, I just solved her problem. And I was doing everything that I shouldn't have been doing as a man. I should not have been doing. But I, again, nobody teaches us how to do that, how to no. provide emotional security. And men are taught to be fixers rather than good listeners, perhaps. And I know women are more verbal. That's how they communicate. Yes. Yes. It, it's, um, it, it's, again, men talk to men in a very different manner. Um, I, I liken it to if, if my friend says, Hey, the, the right, the steering wheel is pulling to the right and, and it was shaking and flop, flop, flop. And the, you know, a little bit lower on the right front. And my buddy's going to say, you got a flat right front tire great and and that's how men tend to talk where i think a woman's more like oh boy was it scary what what did you do next tell me more um and, and someone was trying to tell me it can be traced back to the hunter-gatherer days that women were more in the tribe uh, aspect of working together and, and the men were the hunters and and tend to be a little more matter of fact but um that's that's kind of the the basics of it um that men tend to fix and that's just the not the thing we should be doing. I think um, when presented with a challenge or a problem, a, a great thing to do is ask. Is like, hey, do you want me to listen or do you want my opinion? And then uh, mm -hmm. she will tell you what she needs. Yeah, that that makes sense. 
you do that in in a work situation, I would think. It's interesting that that doesn't transfer to a relationship. I haven't found it to it. It's um, I, I think a lot of times we can take each other for granted just so easily that um, I, I know men don't like conflict or most don't in, in terms of the relationship. Um, the dreaded dreaded words for me were we need to talk. It's like, uh oh, what I do now and how soon can I get this over with? Um, but what I've found is women need to communicate. And whether they're, you know, I, I, I like to use this analogy of what I've come up with is a man's supposed to be a rock, like a lighthouse, and, and women can be more uh, water, and, and water can be placid or water can be in a hurricane. Um, but it's when the communication stops and indifference sets in that you're in real trouble. So, mm -hmm. Your wife might be talking calmly. And, and again, partner, wife, girlfriend, um, she can be talking calmly or she can be screaming at the top of her lungs. And what we as men need to do is to say, hey, this is good. She's communicating. Um, and, and again, I mentioned you need to be a safe place for her to express her emotions. And once those emotions are expressed or what she needs to get off her chest, she's going to feel 10 times better. Um, it, it's just, you know, if, if there's something she needs to get out, let her get it out. And, and oftentimes you, the man might be the, the center of her ire, if you will, you, you might be the reason she's upset, but mm -hmm. uh, when, when she's venting, when she's communicating, that's really, really good. Um, when it gets to indifference and that communication stops, um, yeah, if you can make her upset, if you can make her mad, that's that's a good thing. Um, it means communication is still happening. Yeah, you just need to sit back and and listen and and not try and fix and and try and understand where she's coming from. But you need to be an active listener, don't you? Just sitting there Absolutely. like a rock isn't helpful. Absolutely, yep. And you need to not react as a man. And, and you know, the first thing I like to say in, in teaching men how to do this is. Um, if you're having a conversation and you get a text on your phone and you grab your phone, look, boom, any points you might be earning for that undivided attention, they're gone. Mm -hmm. you, yeah. you need to turn off the phone. You need to turn off the game. You need to turn off distractions. Um, and something else that'll go a long ways is if it's not a good time to talk, you need to acknowledge that the talking needs to happen. You can say, Hey honey, this is, uh, this is, you got me right in the fourth quarter of, of the game. There's five minutes left. Can we, is this something that can wait for 10 minutes? Um, or it might even be other stuff going on. You might have a headache. You might be hungry. It's just to say, you need to be able to convey that, Hey, this is really important to you. I know it. We need to talk, but can we set aside some time to give this the attention it deserves? Sure. Um, that'll buy you some time. It'll help things out quite a bit. Makes sense. Well, I definitely want to hear more of your insight. I know listeners do too, but we do have to go to break. You're listening to the Truckers Network radio show on TNCRadio.live. I'm Shelly Johnson, and I'm talking with Hody Spencer. He has some very interesting insight on how to prevent divorce. So we definitely want to listen to some more of his pointers here. Some great insight. 
Stay tuned right here on TNCRadio.live. The Truckers Network helps professional drivers save money and makes their lives easier. We were created for drivers by a commercial driver. We know the industry and driver needs. A Truckers Network membership offers exclusive discounts through our trusted partners on things like truck care, truck parking, tires, oil changes, fuel additives, fitness, roadside assistance, first aid kits, driver training, and a whole lot more. Start saving today. Check us out at app.thetruckersnetwork.net. That's app.thetruckersnetwork.net. The trucking industry keeps America running thanks to the 3.36 million professional truck drivers who deliver everyday goods to 80% of American communities who rely on trucking for that last mile. The industry represents a diverse group with nearly half of drivers at 42% as minorities. Trucking Moves America Forward, or TMAF, educates the public on the essentiality of trucking by telling the story of trucking and its positive impact on our economy, communities, and lives. Learn how you can join the industry movement by visiting truckingmovesamerica.com. Welcome back to the Truckers Network Radio Show on TNC Radio.live. I'm Shelley Johnson, and I'm talking with Hody Spencer. He's the founder of the website The Communicator. He's the author of A Man's Guide to Better Relationships. His goal is to cut the divorce rate, and he's got some great insight. In our last segment, we were talking about some of the reasons that divorce happens and that women are often the ones who initiate it. Hody, you know, it's interesting. I've read in a number of places that divorce has, has gone up since the pandemic. Yes, most most definitely. I think a lot of that, um, and unfortunately, I know some people that uh, are getting divorced, unfortunately, but just being locked in with each other um, for the past two years, and they find out maybe they don't like each other quite as much as they used to. Which is interesting. Did they even know each other to begin with? Ah, Shelly, that's an interesting question. Um, you know, there's there's the the chemical science of attraction, um, the the dopamine, the oxytocin, and other such things that give you that euphoric feeling of being in love. Um, and they say it lasts anywhere from six months to two years. Um, it, sometimes I think people, you know, it, it's when all that's happening it's very easy to ignore red flags. Um, you know, you might not notice that he leaves the toilet seat up or it might not be a big thing for the first six months, but a, a year into it, when some of the, some of the chemicals are starting to pull back, you might say, what the heck, how did I not notice that he did this or, or notice other things about her? Um, but they, they, you know, that's just part of it. There are other people that have been married for, for 20 years and, and the, the pandemic hit and, um, you know, there's so many variables that can go into it, especially with children that, you know, you hear a lot of times of, of people that they stay together for the kids. And when the kids get to high school age, they, you know, all of a sudden, or when they fly the coop, when the kids are gone, they look at each other. It's like, who, who are you? Um, so it's, I think a super important thing to keep watering the grass, um, to keep courting, to, to keep, knowing that, Hey, this is my partner. This is my teammate. And we loved each other at one point and we can keep doing that. Um, marriage is a lot of work. It's uh, much easier to be single. Um, and if you can keep courting your spouse, keep working together, there's going to be ups and downs, but for the most part, uh, when it's good, it's fantastic. And there are things you can do to keep it good. So do people just get lazy? Um, 
I think that's part of it. I think too that for men, marriage is um I'm, I'm struggling for the word, but marriage is an accomplishment that you go through the whole courtship process, the engagement, boom, you get married. That's it. I'm married. Now I can go back and focus on my mission. Uh, and I think that's where a lot of a lot of men lose they, they they lose it, and that's when things start to unravel. The courtship mm -hmm. stops. Um, they think maybe old fashioned wise that the woman's going to take care of the home and be the uh, emotional part of the relationship, and your job is to go be the provider, put food on the table, be the protector of the family. Um, but at the end of the day you pursued your wife if you will you courted her you guys you bought flowers you took her out to dinner you went on trips you went on walks you held hands um you did things that things that lovers do um and you need to keep doing that you can't just stop doing that and expect the relationship to stay strong stay solid uh communication super important but it's work you need to keep the courtship going it's um I think I use the term marriage is a verb and it takes work. It takes effort. And I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that people lose sight of what they need to do. They lose their focus perhaps. Absolutely. There's a, another two schools of thought and pardon me for forgetting who the author is, but it's the five love languages. Um, and I believe they are, words of affirmation, acts of service, gifts, quality time, and physical affection. Um, and everybody has their one of which is going to rise to the top and be more important. And, and I can tell you right now, mine is words of affirmation. Uh, and maybe it's because I was starved of it for 20 years. Um, I, I'm dating a gal now and, and hers is quality time. And uh, for others, it's gifts. For, for others, it's uh, the, the physical. When we start courting, we're very good at covering all the points. Um, but after time, we start going back into what is, what is best for us. So again, for me, um, words of affirmation, I, I can tell her, hey, you did this great. You, you knocked that out of the park. You're doing awesome. Um, but the fact, if I don't spend quality time with her, she doesn't feel loved. And if she doesn't tell me, if, if she's spending all kinds of time with me, but she's not giving me words of affirmation, then I don't feel loved. Um, so it, it's a great book, a great, great thing for people to, to discover uh, about their partner. Um, and I can't remember where I read it, but it was talking about a little birthday party for some kids. And this little boy was going to a birthday party for uh, a girl from, from his school. And he got her a GI Joe and the GI Joe was the coolest thing in the world to him. Uh, and so obviously he expected her to think it's the coolest thing in the world. And she hated it because she liked Barbie. And mm -hmm. uh, so you, you need to, to learn about your partner, learn that, Hey, you know, even though I like GI Joe, she likes Barbie. So right. it, it's not about me. It's what I'm, what am I going to do for her? Um, and then to take it a step further, when we first start courting people, uh, I'm going to use the, 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 a couple senses. Um, you've got the, the visual, 
the kinesthetic and the auditory. So the visual is you see, the kinesthetic is touch, and the auditory is you hear. Mm -hmm. When you first start dating someone, you're pretty good about doing all of them. But uh, if I need physical touch and my girlfriend sends me cards telling me how in love with me she is, but I don't get the feeling, uh, the physical touch, I'm not going to feel that she loves me. And by the same token, if I uh, just give her physical touch and tell her I love her and she's a visual person that I don't give her anything to show her, she's not going to feel loved. So it, again, marriage is work. You need to learn mm-hmm. what's important to your partner uh, and hopefully be able to provide that to them. With all the electronic devices, everybody's on their smartphone or they're playing video games. That's so distracting. Does that take away from learning all those things and staying in tune? Yes and no. I I, I love the um, being able to learn like books on tape. Audible, I think, is a fantastic uh, app. I happen to have to listen to it on one and a half times speed just because my I lose attention. But with video games and all the other things, yeah, it absolutely takes away. Uh, so from the again, relationship. Yeah, but mm-hmm. get, getting back to the relationship being work, um, it's setting aside uh, setting aside time to, mm-hmm. you know, the the grass is greener where you water it, and yeah, where yeah, your, where's your attention going? Um, well, just, just looking at people in public, you go to a restaurant, you'll see an entire family, and they're not talking to each other; they're on their smartphones. Exactly, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, mm-hmm. even seeing people out on dates and they're both looking at their phones. Like, come on, guys. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I think there needs to be time for that as everybody does it, but there also needs to be time to, to focus on the relationship. How are we doing? I think, um, you know, quarterly tune-ups are another great thing for a relationship. How are we doing? Where, what's good about what us, uh, where do we need to work? How can I be a better husband? Um, it, it just, uh, relationship, relationship checkups are, are a great thing to do. Interesting. Well, I would imagine that's on both sides. The Absolutely. guy can say, look, this is what I need. And this is how I see we're, we're doing as well. Absolutely. Communication is key. It mm-hmm. is just, um, and, and, and you can't be afraid of someone else's reaction. Um, I, I find that when things are not talked about, that they will fester and yeah. mm-hmm. something that can be a little something if you don't address it, um, you know, what, what's the expression, a stitch in time saves nine, or an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I'm, I'm trying to teach men how to provide this emotional security, how to be a safe place. It, and I, I find that no one does it. Um, my wife's constant refrain, I think I said earlier, is you never listen to me. Um, when I didn't know what listening meant. Uh I thought, oh, I hear you just fine. And, and I went back to my old communications uh, definition that it's not communication until it's heard and acknowledged. And it, it yeah. could have been further, you know, that's not what she wanted. She wanted uh, emotional security. She wanted a safe place. Um, yeah, I, I have an analogy of, think of your woman or your wife coming home with a grocery bag and it's got 10 pieces of junk in there. Okay. And whether just, you know, little one pound things and one by one, she needs to pull them out and you need to be a safe place where she can hand them to you. And by being a safe place, I mean, no reactions, no opinions, just 
try and put yourself in her shoes and, and understand and, and whether you think it's stupid or not. Um, it's not about you. If, if something is bothering her, it's real to her and let her get it off the chest. And one by one, she hands these things to you and you put them in your bag and you don't have to keep it. You know, you can take it and throw it away. You just need to be a place for her to offload, to decompress, if you will, get everything off her chest Mm -hmm. and just watch how instantly she turns. It just brightens up. Oh my goodness. I feel so much better. Thank you. And it's a learned process. No one out there is that I'm aware of is teaching men how to do this. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Just, you have to be a safe spot. It is interesting. And I think a lot of men just kind of, uh, have the attitude of like, oh, please, really? You're griping again. Exactly. Um, they don't exactly. use the word venting always either. And the woman ends up on the phone with her girlfriend or talking, like you said, to maybe another guy, which is real bad because that other guy could end up stepping in on your action. Exactly. And mm-hmm. here's the bottom line. If something is on your chest, on your mind, you need to get it off your chest right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and ideally you're going to turn to me, your spouse, and I'm going to be a safe place and you, you're going to share it with me. Right. Um, if I can't provide that, like you say, she's going to call a girlfriend or someone at work who's, uh, it, I'll tell you this, you found your spouse attractive and hopefully you still find them attractive. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you that others are going to find your spouse attractive as well. Um, so if you can't provide that safe place for her to vent, to get something off her chest, um, she's going to get it off her chest and, and hopefully uh, is, is not going to find another man to feel like she's having listened to her. Right. Um, it's, it's how emotional affairs start, which, and that's typically how other affairs start. Sure. Um, if you can't provide a safe place, she's, she still needs to vent. She needs to feel heard and understood. Um, yep. it, making her feel heard and understood, I like to say, is the, the keys to the castle. If you can make your spouse feel heard and understood, boom, Brad Pitt can't poach her. <laughs> it, I like, I like okay. that. But, but it, if she does not feel heard and understood, um, Poindexter can, will end up stealing your wife. It, it's, <laughs> you know, I hate to say it like that, but, um, and then when I say a safe place, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, that means you can't react. And I, I, looking back at my relationship, we would get in arguments. Um, and, and my wife would, you know, at the time, 2008 was one of them, but long story short, she had a business failure and, and money came into it. And whenever she brought up money, I found myself reacting and, why am I getting so upset about this? Well, all of a sudden my reaction made it so I wasn't a safe place for her to vent um, just because I would react. So as part of that, if if you're reacting, if you find yourself reacting to something she's saying, I hate to say this, but it's your insecurity. So try and make a note of, of why you're reacting to something. Mm-hmm. Try and put yourself in that position again uh, and dive in and say, hey, why am I insecure about this? Why why is she able to push my buttons? Um, and the goal being that she can't push your buttons, that you're a team, you're in this together. She's not trying to 
to upset you, but in order for it to be a safe place, you cannot react when when those buttons start to get pushed. So that's another another point that we talk about um, okay. is being a safe place for her. Makes total sense. We do have to go to break here, Hody. I, I'm looking forward to some more of your insight here. I'm talking with Hody Spencer. He's the founder of the website, The Communicator, and he's also the author of A Man's Guide to Better Relationships. His goal is to cut the divorce rate, and he's got some great techniques and insights. So stay tuned for more information right here on TNCRadio.live. TNCRadio.live is proud to carry the Steve Summers Overnight Drive Show. TNCRadio.live is dedicated to commercial drivers. We offer the news, traffic, and weather you need, and the entertainment, sports, talk, music, and celebrity interviews you want to hear 24-7. We have original shows and trucker podcasts that feature some of your favorites, like Ice Road Alex Demogorski and America's Truck and Sweetheart Marcia Campbell. TNCRadio.live is convenient and designed for professional drivers. The best part is we're free, and you can listen anywhere you are on the road. With just one tap, you can tune into Steve Summers and us right on your phone. Simply download our app by going to app.tncradio.live. That's app.tncradio.live. Welcome back to the Truckers Network Radio Show on tncradio.live. I'm Shelley Johnson, and I'm talking with Hody Spencer. He's the founder of the website, thecommunicator.net. He's also the author of A Man's Guide to Better Relationships. Hody, you've got some really terrific insight, and I think you're giving some real valid tips for men. Now, there you probably have some guys that are saying, hey, you know, it isn't always our fault. We need some things, too. How do you address that? Absolutely right. Um, and by all means, um, we, we do have needs that need to be met. Um, I, I'm really focused on my personal experience of, um, my shortcomings now. And, and I didn't realize there my shortcomings in the relationship of, of things that she needed that I didn't provide. Um, but yeah, men absolutely need things, uh, from women. I have found that when I'm doing my part, giving them what they need, I tend to get what I need. Um, and a lot of what's in my book can can be used for dating as well. I um, in, in just the post-divorce uh, dating world, a number of a number of women said, "Hey, that's the best date I've ever been on." I'm like, "Holy cow!" And it just yeah, it comes down to listening. Really, that's part of the name. The communicator is the ability to to be present and listen. But yes, you're absolutely right. Men have needs, um, and it, ideally, your needs are met just as well as as you meet hers. Um, but I find that the focus of of what I'm looking at is um, being present, being a safe place for her, and I find that I get my needs met in re- in return for that. You know, I found it interesting. You said a lot of guys go into marriage saying to themselves, okay, mission accomplished. It, it, what is, they kind of look at marriage as a touchdown. Well, made the touchdown. Now move on. <laughs> I mean, it, it, Exactly. I think it, it's um, in my generation, that was, you know, the man was supposed to be the breadwinner, breadwinner. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and boom, I, I, now I'm married. Now I can go focus on my career and providing for the family and, and retirement and vacations and other such things. And things have changed quite a bit now with women's ability to earn. And in often cases, women earn just as much, if not more than men. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, it, it's still, I think we view it as an accomplishment and don't realize how much work it's going to be. Um, and hopefully you don't look at it as work. Hopefully it's just what you do, the interaction that you have with each other. Maybe people need to look at marriage and relationships as a garden that you have to continue to cultivate so it can grow. Absolutely. And and it's something that you spend a lot of time, effort, and money in the courtship process. And, and again, marriage is a verb. You need to keep doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, if you expect things to flourish, if you expect it to keep moving along in a positive direction. And, you know, you like to think you can, you don't necessarily have to have your foot on the gas the entire time, but you can't ignore it. You need to keep, you, you need to keep uh, focused on, on the relationship. How can I be better? And sure. same thing goes too for, uh, from a health standpoint, um, you know, how many of us, 10 years after getting married are, are 15, 20 pounds heavier than we were when we got married. Uh, you know, out of shape, um, just uh, abusing alcohol or, or uh, other such things. We tend to let ourselves go. And, yeah. you know, you just need to focus on being your best. And uh, ideally, you, you know, stay in shape, be a partner that your spouse is proud to have as a partner. Um, I, I think it becomes our society has gotten too easy to let ourselves go and just take things for granted and roll along. And, Again, that's why marriage is, it's work. It takes effort. I think people fall into vices like overeating and maybe drinking and that sort of thing because they're unhappy. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I, I think they're, um, I just read a great book called Younger Next Year. So that is kind of a, a little bit of a health kick that that I'm trying to be on. But um, yeah, I, I think it's just um, maybe instead of turning to food or alcohol as a outlet for the woes me um maybe think about lifting a weight or two or going for a walk and just clearing things out there's other options than focusing on, on on vices if you will sure i can see where couples can lose sight of their relationship too once you have kids they become the center of attention they're very distracting it's easy to lose your way and a lot of couples don't necessarily take the time to have maybe a date Yes, absolutely. And you see it time and time and again of, of where the kids get out of school and they're like, well, who are you? I don't, I don't remember who you are. So and I, I don't recall if we talked about yet having the a quarterly state of the union. Of how's the relationship doing? You know, how, how am I as your husband? Where where can I improve? Um, and I, I'm sure some guys are like, yeah, whatever. You know, don't be so feminine about it. But it, it's. It's something that needs to happen. How can I be a better husband? How can I be a, how, how can I be a better man? Sure. And you can always be better. You can always earn a little more money. You can always lose a couple pounds. You can always be in better shape. You can always get better manners. You can always get a better haircut. You can dress better. Um, there's a, a wonderful podcast that I've listened to a few times. And, and recently, the the author said you are where you are today because of decisions that you have made or how you have reacted 
to things that have happened to you. No excuses. You are where you are today because of decisions you have made. Yeah. Um, so we can start making better decisions tomorrow or having better reactions to situations we've been put in. Um, we can dictate where we're going to go. Um, and, and same thing, getting into relationships. Um, you know, if you're out on the dance floor and I'm leading you, you have to react to how I'm leading you. And the same thing can be said for, for in a relationship with somebody that maybe, you know, your wife has been thinking about getting divorced for a couple of years. Um, if you go out and start improving yourself, she has to react to that. If all of a sudden uh, you're in better shape, she has to react. If all of a sudden you ask her, hey, honey, how's your day? And you shut up and just listen. At first, she's probably going to think, okay, what are you up to now? Are you trying to manipulate? Yeah. Um, what do you it, want me to do? That type of thing. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's you know, and it'll take time. If, if she's been checking out for a while, it's going to take time to get her to check back in. Mm -hmm. But I know a lot of people are like, well, how do I do this? And it's, it's simple. Ask her how her day is and then be quiet and listen. And listen to what she says. And in listening to what she says, let that create another question. Oh, tell me more about that. And then learn how to listen with empathy. And by empathy is like, wow, you know, put yourself in their shoes. And it's like, wow, I'd be upset if I heard that too. Um, and, and again, there, there's alpha and beta, right? Um, and I'm not saying we need to be more beta, but just learn to listen, put yourself in their shoes and, and, uh, let the answer to the question, listen to it and let that create another question. Just watch where the conversation goes. Don't have an agenda. Be present for your spouse to get whatever's off on their mind or off, off their chest. Just let them talk and listen. We have about two minutes before we go to break. What have you heard from couples as to some of the big breaking points, the, the, the last straw? What are, what are some of the things that really disrupt the relationships? Uh, I, I think they just get to the end of their rope mm -hmm. that, and we talked earlier of, as long as they're communicating, you're good. But I, I think they just tend to check out and they've been putting up with it for years. Nothing's changed. Nothing's improving. If anything else is getting worse. Uh, I think in some cases it, it can come down to financial if, if, um, you know, if you're overspending or she's overspending and there's not enough check left at the end of the month. Um, and I think a lot of people, divorce has become so easy. We see it on TV all the time and, and friends have got it done and they just think, they think it's going to be a better life um, where they consider you to be the problem and they want to get away from you in hopes of a fresh start or the grass is greener. The grass is always greener around the septic tank is uh that was, uh, yes. what, uh, yeah. I'm trying to remember uh, the, uh, the, the gal that said that. Um, she always had some interesting insights on things. <laughs> yeah, well, and I pose that the grass is greener where you water it. So it's mm -hmm. uh, right, right. And people have these images of when they're not happy, they start longing for something that looks so much better. And of course, with social media, things can look so much better because everybody posts all these pretty pictures. Yes. You know. And uh, 
it, it, it's tempting. I, I think you need to go back to what you had, you know, yep. it, it's in that whole courtship process in the first couple of years of the relationship, it's fantastic. And hopefully, mm -hmm. you know, you can go get through it enough to get past the chemicals and realize, you know, this is my best friend. I mean, I'm in love with this person and yeah. this is who I want to go on the adventure the rest of my life with. Sure. I remember who came up with the grass is always greener around the septic tank. It was Irma Bombeck. Ah, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I haven't heard that name in quite some time. Yeah. Uh, my mother was into her. So that, that's why I remember it. But it's a matter of cultivating things. That makes total sense. We do need to go to break here, Hody. I'm talking with Hody Spencer. He's the founder of the website, thecommunicator.net. He's also the author of A Man's Guide to Better Relationships. Stay tuned for more great insight coming up. You're listening to the Truckers Network Radio Show here on TNCRadio.live. Stay tuned. The Truckers Network helps professional drivers save money and makes their lives easier. We were created for drivers by a commercial driver. We know the industry and driver needs. A Truckers Network membership offers exclusive discounts through our trusted partners on things like truck care, truck parking, tires, oil changes, fuel additives, fitness, roadside assistance, first aid kits, driver training, and a whole lot more. Start saving today. Check us out at app.thetruckersnetwork.net. That's app.thetruckersnetwork.net. Welcome back to the Truckers Network Radio Show on TNCRadio.live. I'm Shelley Johnson, and I'm talking with Hody Spencer. He's the founder of the website, thecommunicator.net. He's also the author of A Man's Guide to Better Relationships. Hody, we've had a great conversation here in our previous segments. I was wondering if you had some pointers on the best way to keep from getting divorced for our driver's who are out on the road all the time. They've got some different challenges there. Um, yeah, just, I, I think one is, usually I'd say close your eyes, but please guys don't close your eyes, but <laughs> right. you know, just, just uh, reflect back to what you loved about your partner, about your wife, about your spouse or your girlfriend. Um, and there are some really, really happy times there. I guarantee it. And put yourself back in that state uh, and even though you're not home, you can still provide that safe place and, and you need to reach out random, random texts to say, I love you, or I'm thinking about you, or I, I love the app Bitmoji where you can send the, the flowers and just um, what a great thing. Maybe your wife's having a tough day and boom, there's a text from you saying, I love you or thinking about you just, uh, and then you can still have the communication over the phone and, and I understand with kids and every our busy world, how challenging it can be, but, you know, set a time to talk, set, set aside some time to talk at night. And, and the main thing is listen, listen with no reaction, mm -hmm. try and be empathetic. Um, if she's having a tough day, just, you know, you can say, Hey, I, I, I'd be having a tough time with that as well. Don't try and fix things. Never, ever, ever say you shouldn't feel that way. Sure. Um, you know, just I'd feel that way, too. It goes a long way towards establishing or, or reestablishing the connection that you guys had. It's just be present and listen um, and ask questions of her based upon what she's saying. Try and get into her day. Let her get whatever's on her chest, on her mind off and, and be a safe place. Makes sense. Where do people reach out to you? Can they actually get counseling from you? Yeah, they, they can. Um, 
through my website, admin at thecommunicator.net. That's A-D-M-I-N at thecommunicator.net. You can send me an email through there. Um, be happy to answer questions if, if anyone has them or, or give some advice. But, you know, at the end of the day, you guys loved each other when you got together and you believed in each other and try and get back to that point. And uh, don't be reactive. Can people buy your book on your website? Uh, they can. It's, I've got two things on my website. One is a, a communication tool. It looks just like a two by four. Mm-hmm. And it, it has etched into it. We need to talk. And do you hear me now? And that's when, when my wife would complain about me never listening. I thought it, she really meant that I wasn't physically hearing her. Um, so that's kind of a, a little bit of a joke gift. But I always thought if things are serious, you know, bring this out. And it's kind of a reminder that I need to listen to you. But there is a digital download on the website. Um, and, and my book's only 30 pages. It's not It's not something that's going to take uh, a week to read. Mm-hmm. Um, you can read it in one or two sittings. And I, I guarantee you're going to take away something, whether it's hopefully applied to your relationship. Uh, but it can be with a, a relationship with a child or an employer or an employee. But it's really geared to your relationship with your spouse, it's very redundant. You'll hear over and over and over again to be a safe place for her to express herself. Redundancy is something good so people remember. Absolutely. So your website, again, is thecommunicator.net, correct? Correct. Yep. Excellent. I'm thoroughly enjoying and have enjoyed talking with you, Hody. You've got some very great perspectives. I think it's very helpful for our listeners to remind themselves And like you said, remember, you know, what attracted you to that person to begin with and try to keep it kindled, if you will, or rekindle it. Exactly. Rekindle it, throw some gas on the fire. And the the mission here is to cut the divorce rate by 10 percent. And Mm -hmm. I so hope you all will join me and be part of that. That Um, sounds terrific. Go in the right direction. Thank you so much, Hody. You've been listening to the Truckers Network radio show on TNC Radio Live. Stay tuned for more great entertainment and our primetime lineup coming up right here on TNC Radio Live. Thank you for listening to another great interview on TNC Radio Live and the Truckers Network radio show. All of the material you hear on TNC Radio Live on our website, our broadcasts, or our podcasts are copyrighted. There can be no distribution without the express consent of TNC Radio Live and its partners. For inquiries, write us at info at tncradio.live. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast of the Truckers Network Radio Show.